Hey, what it do, what it do with your girl Raya X with the Raya X show, baby. And guess what, guys? I have the honorable on the show today. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is the honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. And this is the Raya X show, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yes, motherfucker. And I got some shit to tell y'all today. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to start it off. I do this every motherfucking time. Y'all know me already. Motherfucking <laughs> Kanye West, right? They saying he out here spreading rumors saying that Pete Davidson got AIDS. <laughs> what the fuck going on here? So... <laughs> Funny thing is, they be saying that shit about a lot of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So as I was taking a look at this article, right, I was trying to figure out if he really said this shit or not. So the motherfucker was like, I ain't really say that shit. Like, why niggas is trying to plot on me? I ain't really say that shit like that. But we all know might be a possibility that motherfucker said that shit. Might be some (laughs) defamation of character. Definitely. Definitely <laughs> defamating some character right there. All I know is, if this is all for Kim K, goddamn Kim K, you must feel goddamn special. Goddamn. You must feel like that motherfucker because they out here trying to start some shit with each other to talk about AIDS. Like, really, did it have to go that far? Did yeah. it have to go that far? Like, did it have to? I'm just saying. Like, did it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. But Kanye West, I mean, huh, the thing about defamation of characters is defaming, you know, defaming the next person. And it just shows you, like, how big of a pussy a nigga is in public. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it is. I mean. <laughs> I just had to point that out because, you know, there's always something going on with Mr. West. Hey, Mr. West, can you hear me? <laughs> I, I think, I think, um. I, I don't know how true that uh I don't know how true that is because you know people a lot of people can put a lot of things in people's mouths, write an article, write a blog, mm-hmm. and, and we just run with it as the public. But uh and, and unless you hear Kanye say something like that, like out of his mouth, it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like it's pe- up in the air. that's what I'm saying. Like people are spreading rumors, like there's not like an actual video or there's not actual proof that he actually said this you know yeah because i i think in order like what i said about kanye the first time in order to be nine billion dollars strong that's a lot of petty shit that you probably don't do right right (laughs) you know what i'm saying like (laughs) some somewhere along the lines we have to like just think about this shit we got to look at him in the light of Elon Musk and all the other guys at some point, because a lot of the stuff they say he's doing, it's impossible to be a nine time (laughs) billionaire and fucking do this stuff. So, right. That is true. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know. Like, like, like we were saying, people could just put shit out there and you never know. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Though, so man. just be aware. Just be aware of what the fuck you do. You know what I'm saying? Be aware of what the fuck you say and what you do. I mean, would you ever go as far as to say somebody had AIDS? Like if you was 
On no. the smear campaign? No. I mean, <laughs> like... no. No, that I, I I honestly think that's a little too over the top, and I don't think I would go that far. I don't think honestly. That... <laughs> that's a little too far, honestly. Man, what's going on though? Man, what's going on in the news though? Like it's it's a lot of shit like that that's going on. It's like a lot of bloggers and stuff like that are, are reaching. They're reaching, trying to find the next hot story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think it's, I think it's funny. Man, but, yeah. But are they actually divorced? You know, are they actually like, because I don't know if they divorced now. I know the shit with Ray J, that shit's hilarious. I will say this. If they're divorced or not, or whatever the case may be, I mean, they were in a pretty much, from from what I'm understanding, they are in a polygamous relationship, from what I'm understanding. Hmm. So whether they are married or not, I mean, they (laughs) they both had multiple partners, so... That shit must have went south, man, (laughs) because... I'm just saying, like, yo, you talk about the same nigga had to break into his daughter's birthday party, man. He broke into <laughs> his daughter's birthday party. Well, there must have been something going on behind closed doors that we don't know about. Yeah, I think we man. like, like, we know we only know things that are said on the internet and things that are being said on podcasts and this, that, and the third. We don't know what goes on in their personal lives. We are not with them. We don't live with them. We don't go out with them. We don't, like, you like shit like that. Like, we don't know nothing of their personal life. Okay, so what you think about uh, this Tasha K lawsuit with Cardi B? She she slandered mm-hmm. Cardi B in, in 2019 while Cardi B was, uh, I think, after she had a baby or whatever like that. Okay, she- the, what, what do you mean by slander? What did she say exactly? She said that something. Was slandering. Like, I, I I don't I don't really know exactly what she said, but uh, okay. uh shit, I'm trying nah, to nah, you good, but um, you good, but it depends on what was said that that is slandering. Whatever she said, Cardi B just won one point nine million dollars on the lawsuit. Uh, she was gonna she was in going through post postpartum depression, uh-huh. and then uh said she got close to suicide. Mm-hmm. Why Tasha K was uh, slandering her and shit. I will say this. I will say this. It doesn't matter what was said. This woman just had a child, right? right. Out of respect for another woman and for a mother, <sighs> you wouldn't slander her while she's she's pregnant. You don't do that. I, that's just out of respect. Honestly. I would because think that, could, Because if that was your mother... You wouldn't like it if your mother was pregnant and they were slandering her, right? right? Yeah, even <laughs> if it was her, even if it was her, that should be fucked up. Like so, like mm-hmm. but see that that that's the thing about the Pete Davidson and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We get all of these articles and stuff, but they don't understand that these are real human beings, right? You know what I'm saying? Like these people gotta have family, friends, their children. Gotta go to school and stuff, and then how we read these articles, they family, friends, and the children, and the children at school, they read them too. Right. And the people gotta go on with their life and still be and still try to be stars. 
Right. And we, and we expect them to be like level-headed stars and do the right thing and say the right thing at all times. That's impossible. That's, <laughs> that's double standard. It's impossible. It's it, impossible. It is impossible. And it's the standards of people because what you want your whatever celebrity to do, does the people that's close to you do it? I, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just, I'm just spitting out questions here. You know? Well, dude. <laughs> well, I got some. Um, how many hits? How many hits on a blunt? Should a person, and I know this way off subject, but how many hits on the blunt should a person mm-hmm. take before they pass that motherfucker? If it's three people smoking. Okay, so if there's three people smoking, there's one blunt in rotation. Am I correct? Correct. Okay, so if there's one blunt in rotation, you can only hit that bitch twice. Pass that shit to me. Twice? The, hold on, hold on. Now, if it's my blunt, you hit that bitch twice. what what is the term called puff puff pass it right so that's twice right okay puff puff pass it i honestly believe if there's three or more people and there's one blunt in rotation i believe it's puff puff pass the blunt now if there's two people in rotation all right we could limit it to three puffs pass three or four puffs pass Depending, depending if that person, you know, knows how to pass the blunt. Okay. Okay. (laughs) When there's three or more that are gathered, there are me. You know, that's a Bible quote. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, shit. I mean, I think so, too. I, I think about four hits off the blunt. I mean, four, you know, um... What you do you define as a hit? Because other people would be like, this a hit. It depends. Everybody smokes differently. Everybody hits they blunt differently. Yeah. I think about four drags. Like whatever, whenever that motherfucker hit turn red like this. Yeah. I That's agree. one pull. That's one pull. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get four of them motherfuckers in and pass that shit no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you can't talk. I believe, you know, a person shouldn't talk until they pass I had to rephrase the way I answered that question. So if you're constantly talking and you don't pass the blunt, your limit is you can only hit it twice. That's your limit. And then I think the people who do that shit don't even really smoke weed for real. I think they just smoke. The blunt smokes them. I think they just (laughs) smoke. Yeah, they just smoking to be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a that, that's agreeable. That is very true. If honestly. you really like this shit, like you know not to disrespect the weed like that. Right. I just had to break that up. Give it to the next motherfucker who gonna smoke it. Ladies because and if you <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I had to bring that shit up because man, I've been disrespected. I've been in <laughs> Blunt sessions to where I'm just looking at the blunt and hearing you talk. Not, you know, I'm talking about the motherfucker that was talking. And and you sit there in amazement like, dude, I can't even hear what you're saying until you pass that blunt. Like, I really, it don't even register. Whatever you're talking about, nine times out of ten, you're lying because you're talking entirely too much. 
<laughs> not only are you talking entirely <clears throat> too much you're talking so fast that i can't even comprehend what you're saying it sounds can like you're speaking in a whole different language can't honestly. even keep up but you know what you know you know how you will be able to keep up if the motherfuckers pass that blunt to you and then you listen to everything they say you like, of course mm-hmm. because you the motherfucker that got the blunt like yeah, nigga. Keep yeah, on say yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah, say that shit. Like, say it real? again. That shit crazy, man. All right. Uh thank you for inviting me to your show, man. Like uh this is the first time I've ever been on your show. Um, Honestly, it's always a pleasure considering that I'm always on your show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about time you come online. It's about time. Well, yeah, I wanted to uh, jump around and share myself with your audience and uh, give a little insight. Shit, I like being on your show. Uh, It's fun so far, so good. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate Uh, it. And shout out to everybody who follow you in sports. Yeah, shout out to everybody on the show. (coughs) Shout out to everybody who's ever came on the show. And shout out to the new people that's on their way. So... What you got? Well, I got what's subjective anymore. You know what I'm saying? We're in the world of, you know, facts, big mm-hmm. facts. That's what all I hear is facts, big facts, big facts. State facts. You know what I'm saying? I don't spit shit but facts. So are we not living in a world that can have opinions or we can have like uh, subjective things like I think so. Yeah, I think everything on this planet that each individual think is subjective. Like I might like Kool Aid, you might not like Kool Aid. Is Kool Aid horrible? That's subjective. Exactly. It's facts that it is horrible in a sense, and then it's facts that it ain't horrible in a sense. Depending I guess on that goes like back. I guess that goes back to how everyone's a hypocrite. We all a hypocrite. I'm a happy hypocrite though. I'm happy. I'm like happily <laughs> hypocritical. <laughs> I like that. But the subjective situation is like um, everything's subjective. Like we always say something's good, some bad. I'm gonna stand on this. I'm gonna stand on that. Well, the next person can stand on their facts. You know what I'm saying? Because a fact ain't nothing. A fact is the absolute truth to the individual. If we collectively agree that this is, yeah, I mean, so I think everything's subject. I think everything is subjective. That's agreeable. That's agreeable because everybody has their own opinion on whatever the fuck they believe in. Yeah, based on and based on their education, right? If if you're from India, if you're from South India, then your God and religion is not like. Americans, God and religion. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a totally different world. It's Same thing with world. their customs and all that. Yeah, their so, culture. So the things that we see and judge and shit is subjective. Yep. Am I sounding like I'm in an arena over here? Kinda. Kinda. Sound like you in the Coliseum. Oh, for real. <laughs> Just a little bit. I gotta put my white Iverson up here. Put my mic right over my turntable. It looked like the better? moon. It looked like the moon. It looked like a full you, moon in this motherfucker. Everything was just like the moon, <laughs> man. <I> mean, 
Okay. Is it? I'm, I'm about to yeah. pause it. I'm better. I'm better. Okay. I'm better. All right. <laughs> all right. You, okay. you, you don't have to. <laughs> all right. Uh. Okay. Go ahead. So anyway, <laughs> we were talking about Elon Musk earlier, and the fact that we mentioned Elon Musk is really funny to me. So they are going at Elon Musk because there was this team. He put a tracking device on his private jet. And he's suing the team. He's offered the team 5K to not tell nobody what's going on on that damn private jet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Twitter, you're talking about the Twitter tracking device. Yes. That, yes. That why did he offer the boy $5,000? Because he said he had some personal things going on on the chip. Man, that and he boy, didn't want nobody to know, basically. It's going to cost that boy $5,000 to undo that shit. $5,000? Boy, I'm about to drop my drink. Man, you worth, you worth $100 billion. And you going to offer me $5,000? Man, I'm going to goddamn hack your account, nigga. Who the fuck cut your hair, nigga? <laughs> Who cut your hair? <laughs> Who cut your hair? Anyway, Mr. Elon must must have been having a good ass time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. Well, I think it's kind of uh, well, you could say that, and then you could also look at it like it's kind of scary <laughs> if you got a private jet. I think about it as um. It don't matter who Elon Musk is, like not not to disrespect him. I'm using I'm saying this hypothetically. I'm saying if Elon Musk wasn't who he was, it's still invading somebody's privacy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like uh-huh. you gotta look at like, man, he just he got a private jet for a reason. Exactly. And now you got a tracker on my private jet. So everywhere I go. You showing like the entire world where I'm headed at, man. That ain't that's safe, very dangerous. Bro. That ain't safe, very dangerous. Bro. Like that ain't safe. Like what if I got enemies out there? Niggas just sit down waiting on me to land and niggas stalking and trolling. Yeah. Nah, man. I wouldn't have sent that nigga five thousand dollars. I would. I would have. I would have shot his granny house up. My question is, how was this child even able to get access? gain access so so that brings it into is it somebody close to elon that's that's close to that child's parents like what no it's a it's a tracking bot it's not just elon musk it's anybody with a private jet it, it he has he has a app like a app bot on twitter that shows people's private jets it's not like you could just single out elon musk which you right. can but you could single out anybody's either way it just goes back to yeah. the point how did the child gain access to that well he made an app all right yeah i'm just saying i guess it's <laughs> different saying, because yeah. like when i was a teen it was straight motherfuckers will always check my motherfucking phone so that's that's why i'm saying that's why i'm saying that no well the app is sort of like uh you know how you have a a, a flight itinerary uh-huh. like i can i can go to uh hartsfield i can pull up hartsfield uh airport right now and it shows where all of the flights are going 
You know what I mean? So he got an app that basically does the same thing just for private jets. Crazy, and that's all it's basically doing. And Elon is like, basically, like, hey man, uh, take that down, man. That's not safe for like the public, you know. He has all the right to feel that way. Five thousand dollars, though. Five is <laughs> yeah, that that's why I was looking at it the way I was like, looking at it fuck. because it's like, hey, excuse me, baby, do you realize yeah. what he did or probably how long it took him to do that? Give me a million yeah. dollars. Give it, me a million it, dollars it, it, starting it's, it's, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need some yeah. more Monty. Yeah. Baby. Yeah, some Monty's Elon That's not enough. $5,000? Man, what? 5K? Baby. Now you know. You got stuff more than that. You play too much, man. <laughs> Why you gripping on that money like that? What? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Basically. Basically, uh, why is uh, uh, everybody in the world doing the Yo Gotti challenge, Raya? Okay, so basically, everybody in the world is doing the Yo Gotti challenge just because. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Yo Gotti. I mean, if it's like a monkey see, monkey do effect. You know what I'm saying? Monkey see, monkey do. I'm not trying to say it like that. Like, y'all niggas ain't monkeys or nothing like that, but I'm just using that as an analogy. But it's like, what the, I, you know what? Let me rephrase that. Well, once they see one person do it, they're going, it's it's like a domino effect. That's better for me to explain it. They see one person do it, everybody going to do it. <laughs> like, everybody going to do it. Oh, it's like, uh, like the, um, what do you have? You have the so it's a challenge, mm-hmm. right? That's how I look at it. It's a challenge that everybody should be, you know, everybody getting challenges. That's they supposed to become viral. Whatever. But like when does it become like to the to the unsigned artist or to the to the independent rapper who's grinding his ass off? Like, are they taking too much time to yes. do this shit? Yes. I, I believe so too. Yes, that's, like that's when it comes. All right, all right. Now that you say that, when it comes to like the indie artists and stuff like that, it's like, do you do you have the music, the catalog, and everything to back it up? You know what I'm saying? You're out here trying to do a challenge, and you think you're about to be viral by doing this one challenge. Just it doesn't work that way. You think they're trying to get signed? Yeah, I do believe a lot of them are a lot of them are actually doing this challenge because they're trying to get signed, but it, that's not how it works. That's, that's not how it works, baby. That's not how they're trying, they trying to get them a record contract, which I can't knock them, but man, stop. Boy, stop. <laughs> stop. Man, stop it. Man, the Yo Gotti challenge, man. Yo, I shout out to Yo Gotti because that's a good. That just put his name back into the game, right? It, it just made mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And I don't know the prizes. Mm-hmm. I'm typing it in right now. Prizes to Yo Gotti Challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm I'm trying to see right now, like what's the uh, I says uh. Hop on your guy's change a rapper's life challenge to be in CMT 10 album. So, so you get a feature on his album. 
So what do you think about features from big names? I'm asking you a question. Like, I'm on your show. I don't, I, I don't think, no, that's okay. I mean, I don't think there's, um, I don't really think there's anything wrong with it in a sense. But I do feel like, I don't think you should be itching like that. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, you get my drift. Like, you're not, I don't think you really should be begging or itching like that. I don't think no. fame, fame and fortune comes that way. It's either. like, are you a, are, mm, I don't want to say all this. Goddamn, why I had to be asked this. Are you an artist or are you a fan? Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Are you an artist or are you a fan? You're a producer. The question yeah. I ask all the time. You know, uh, that's, I mean, it's just, I've seen so many people, they, um, they've missed out on so many things, opportunities and all kinds of shit where uh, they could have just been like, just think of all these verses, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody did a verse for the Yo Gotti Challenge. Yeah. There's going to be one winner. So you got 100,000 dudes who did a verse for the Yo Gotti song. Right. Next thing you know, uh, a chick probably won't get it. <laughs> and then, yeah, somebody that he knows is going to win. Exactly. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then what they going to do with these verses? You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. And I I don't think, I've never really, really seen to where, well, hold up. Let me rephrase that. I have seen to where, like, a big name, because Drake do it all the time. He do a feature with somebody and, and their shit go up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? yeah. And it's up to them to sustain it with the rest of their music, you know what I'm saying? To be able to stay up, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think it's very good for the artist in the long run to just get get on by that big name. Like, if you get a big name feature, that's great. But what if you did it on your own? You know what I'm saying? What if you did it on your own? So, they don't want to put the work in. Man, I'm serious. That's what it is, man. What's up, man? Like, let's let's uh let's turn it up, man. What what, is, what, what you got for me today? <laughs> I'm a guest on your show. <laughs> well, man, <laughs> Jake Paul, yes, Jake motherfucking Paul bitches. So he out here doing the most as always. He released a diss track. Everybody knows about the diss track. Dana White. He dissed the living crap he, he out of Dana White. And one word, one one line I would like to say from this song. He said something about gas hitting higher. I, you know what? Hold on. I'ma get it. I'ma get it. <laughs> I'ma fucking get it. <laughs> I'ma fucking get it because oh, I have shit. to say, I have to say this line. I have to say it word for word. This is it it has gotten out of hand, people. Everybody making diss songs about everybody. Why why are we making diss songs? Guys? I want to hear, man. Like, I wonder why he's keep fucking with Dana White. The thing about it is like Dana White had let it go. He remember he said, like, this is the death on that uh I forgot what podcast name. Shout out to them dudes. They got I'm about a to play this podcast. shit. Fuck it. I'm about to play, play that shit. shit. Play it. Damn. Now everybody from the UFC, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Yeah. Now everybody from the 
UFC. Let's go. Put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Let's go. Dana. First of all, Masvidal, you ain't rich. 50 fights for 5 mil, that ain't shit. Underpaid fights, where the hell's care right? Got them just in all their lives and they can't quit. Oh my god. We're tired of you treating fighters like this. You greedy bald bitch. No. Sweating like a pig. It's time to put an end to this shit, Dana. Oh my god. Yo, let me tell you the scene, guys. Y'all gotta watch this clip. The scene in the beginning looked like he in the movie Eight Mile. Is this what we're doing? Yeah, this is what we're doing. You hear this? I ain't gonna play the whole thing, but y'all y'all get the point. Y'all, y'all, y'all get the point. So what so Everybody dissing everybody in the music now. That's what I'm hearing a lot lately. Diss tracks. What's up with that? What you think about diss tracks? Diss tracks are like uh, <laughs> diss tracks are a part of hip hop. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of battle rap like that. And this right. is my bro- this is my brother. I like to see you know what I'm saying him do his thing, but. Outside of that, like, I'm not a big fan of battle rap, so when they come to diss raps, I think they're necessary because, like, that's just how a person was feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it's so good when it's an actual song you can play. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, hit them up. It can come on the radio at any time. We're going to listen to it. No Vaseline can come on at any time. We can listen to it. Drake, mm-hmm. uh, Drake song uh, can come on back to, you know, that back to back. It can come on. But uh, the thing about them is like it's for that moment, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, it's a time stamp, and I think it's very necessary to have this songs. I, I like this songs, but I don't like battle rap. Like, uh-huh. it makes sense, but it don't make sense. But I, 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 I feel you, I feel you though. I, feel I can't you, ride and listen to battle rap, but I can ride and appreciate a this song, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if I was riding around listening to battle rap, that would be kind of whack. It's like, yeah, we not, we not, we not gonna do that. <laughs> spitting in each other's face, musty niggas, <laughs> room full of niggas. I definitely don't want to be around a musty nigga. Though. You know, what I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, like a room full of dudes just standing there, me mugging each other. That's like, a- I, I'm good. I mean that that's understandable for a heterosexual man. You don't want to be around a whole bunch of dudes just staring yeah. at you and fucking nah, sweating and shit. Yeah, man, no. That's that. That's a little oldie. Nah, nah. Not fucking with that. Shoot. Uh, so since you said all that, right? Yeah. So what do you? So what do you think the music era is right now? How? What do you think about it right now? How do you feel about it? Well, I think music has evolved uh, right before our eyes. And what we're going through right now is a transitional time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the future, you won't see uh, the plat like how we used to get gold and platinum records and stuff like that. See, you can't get that now because we're in the streaming era. A right. hundred thousand mm-hmm. streams, it's like... A, 
maybe five dollars you know what i'm saying like, right 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 <laughs> so with that being said we're into an age to where full entertainment you can't just do music music is a part it's like the band of entertainment okay it has got bigger uh-huh. and what i mean by that you could just picture a band you got the drummer you got the uh vocalist you got the uh you know snare drummer I understand you what you're saying guitar mm-hmm. player so now in entertainment you got you got a visual and then you got the music itself right and then you got you know what I'm saying the actor or whatever and then you got the other pictures you got mm-hmm. more entertainment like you can't just be one dimensional because the one dimensional like the music has shrunk yeah a lot like like tremendously to where it's just one part of the thing that we need nobody's really paying attention to it they just, we just need music for our theme songs you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like through life mm-hmm. like the background music of a movie okay. that's how that's how all music is becoming now like nobody really goes to nobody's album to hear it mm-hmm. your your song got to be uh, either spun by a DJ, yeah, like, like it's supposed to be, or played in a movie, or played on a podcast mm-hmm. for people to fuck with it. Right, like, nobody's really just going to just listen to music. Yeah, people are not. Yeah, now I would say I don't mean to cut you off, but um, yeah. but I would say like people are not really going and listening to albums anymore. People are when they do go to a selective artist, they go for their top songs. You know, they don't go and play the whole album straight. No. They don't do that, no. Yeah, and now, like, the song got to be in a video game. It got to be, you know what I'm saying? It got to be somewhere, like, in a commercial or something. Like, it got to be somewhere in order for people to consume it because, like, Mm -hmm. nobody's really going to, because everybody's making music. I'm yeah. gonna just be honest. Like everybody at some point is making music or too inspired by music to it's basically like starting to become a point where um it's more artists than there are listeners. Yeah. 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 It's becoming to that point. So it's like nine times out of ten, somebody might not be listening to your shit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's about placements now for the artists, not record deals. Mm-hmm. Unless that record deal bring you a lot of placements, which is all politics. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, music is, isn't the same as it used to be. And mm-hmm. I think in 2020, like we're in 2022, only in the future and the rest of this decade, we'll see the evolution of music and how you, as a musician, as an artist, you have to get more in tune with more aspects of the game. Mm-hmm. You can't be one dimensional. You have to be able to do multiple things. Otherwise it really don't need you. Okay. Not so where do much. you see, where do you see music going in the next five years? Um, I mean, like I say, it'd be the same is now. It's just mm-hmm. as, as a, as a, a creator, you'll have to be a producer mm-hmm. and a, a like rapper and a beat maker. Mm-hmm. That's what you gotta be. Yeah. Now, 
when it comes to engineering and other stuff, yeah, that, those are other titles that you might not have to be. But as far as making music, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to have to probably make the beat and rap in order to see a little money. Right. Otherwise, it'd just be a, a look at me show. And you'll, you'll pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah yeah i do see it like that but um yeah so jenny jackson yeah jenny jackson is very um she's very she's a sophisticated individual and she doesn't really like to tell her life like that you know what i'm saying she doesn't really like to let people know about how she grew up in this that and the third well things have changed Miss Janet Jackson is releasing a documentary. It is going to be on A&E. Y'all can check it out. It is on, they're going to be playing it Friday and Saturday. It's two parts. So she um, actually gets further in depth as to like how she grew up and how, how, how her career started, you know. But yeah, shout out to them. Yes, Miss Janet Jackson. Oh, she, yeah. Man, that motherfucker been man. She been famous since she was born, man. Of course, of course, of course. But I'm basically saying this because everybody, everybody's releasing documentaries now. Man, yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody's telling the story. They telling how it all happened. Yeah, (laughs) everybody just gonna tell their story. How they, how they got from here to here. From the beginning. (laughs) <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing about that's the thing about in the beginning um, face ass <laughs> yeah and that's the thing about golly man oh that's the thing about these interviews and i know you know this because you interview artists you know but it's mm-hmm. like going to when when you get in the interview and you start thinking uh in the beginning where did you start out and then you know it's like yo man you know i wouldn't even think about music at first you know what i'm saying i would just, hey, oh wait <laughs> Now, you know, know. What I'm saying? I was chilling, man. Rapper dudes in interviews be like, yeah. <laughs> everybody, my cousin, he went to prison. You know what I'm saying? He went to prison. Then I, and then my other cousin, he went to prison. So I just left with the music equipment. So I started fooling with the mercy. That goes, that goes to, that goes to where is the, where is the creativity in the music? Where is creativity in general? Ah, uh, creativity. Okay, okay. I say this. I don't know what the fuck happened to rock and roll. I have no idea. Like I haven't heard any rock and roll in a minute. No. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really uh you, you know, you know, since you said rock and roll, you know who's claiming that they are a um rock and roll artist. Oh. MGK. He is a rock and roll artist. He's a damn good one too. I hey, I fuck with MGK uh, rock and roll shit. You fuck he, with it? Yeah, I really do. And you I, know what? I will say I, this. He's the only. It guy changed. It changed roll. like the my bad. It changed like the outlook on like artists being versatile yeah. instead of continuously doing the rapping in the same cadence, rapping in the same tempo, or rapping on the same type beats. That's, that's what. That's what I was about to say. Like when when it comes to like creativity and right now, mm-hmm. it's like we all say the same thing. Like since 2012 to right now, mm-hmm. it's a few rap songs that every artist choose 
or think that they should have on their record on their album to be a little commercial to like to give them a commercial appeal and they mm. rap in that same cadence same pattern and it's been the same song so like when mm-hmm. people actually put that shit on the album and i hear that it just goes into the category of like the same song for the last 10 years yeah so like in 2022 we are over it yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of those artists are like wondering damn um why ain't i getting no support it's because like that shit ain't that shit ain't really hitting, man. And if you keep investing your time and money into that shit, you're just gonna keep losing money at this point because, like, yeah, you fail to evolve. Just like in any other uh, in the '90s, we had a style that was that lasted all through the '90s. We had a style that lasted till about 2001, 2002. And then that style changed. You know, mm. you got your Eminems, you got your Crunk, and you had all kinds of different shit that was popping in that 90s rap wasn't working no more. Right. So, so in 2022, the teens, the rap that was happening in the teens from 2010 to now, it's not working anymore. You know what I'm it's saying? Not- like it, yeah, and everybody's repetitive, repetitive. And, and, that- and then those artists are put into the artist category, what type of artist they are. Yeah. And a lot of them get offended and shit like that, but it's like, that shit ain't like, that shit ain't I mean, no I mean, if you know that you're rapping like this type artist, why don't you try to find something different? Well, like, you don't ever, it don't, the thought doesn't ever cross your mind where you're just be, like, hey, you know, maybe I should be different. Yeah, be different. <laughs> Because a lot of these artists do have a different style of rap on their album. Yeah. But, but then, you know, they say... And they had know, their select few songs where they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the rest of them is all the same because they're trying to do something commercial. Trying that to goes back to... Signed. That goes back to how people are not really listening to albums. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A couple a couple of them joints and then somebody's going to just skip through that shit. Because they, lot- everybody's skimming through shit. You know what I'm saying? They have this thing called playlists, you know? Like, yeah. they have different songs of different artists. You know what I'm saying? They're not listening to full albums. Yeah. I mean, and you can't because, I mean, you can't knock them. I mean, if you turn on the song, mm-hmm. it is basically the same exact song as the main commercial song that sounds like that. I mean... Come on now. You don't want to hear that shit. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) You don't. You don't. You know. What you got um, for me? What you got um, for me? I uh you know what's weird Mm -hmm. in this world? What's weird? I have a list of uh street drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Street drugs that are legal for doctors. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but street Uh drugs, they are legal for doctors, but they are legal for your ass. They will sit you in prison. But the doctor, if you was a doctor, you could just order this shit up and prescribe it to your fucking patient. Yeah. So it was, uh, check it. All you have to do is throw the name medical behind the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, cocaine is legal for doctors. Cocaine. Um, anything for with lidocaine in it, the word cane, uh-huh. nine time out of 10 is cocaine. A lot of that shit, like um, Orogel and stuff like that, 
there's like 4% cocaine in it. Uh, or it's cocaine based. Um, mm-hmm. Ritalin, that's meth. Uh, mm-hmm. Adderall is one molecule away from crystal meth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another one. Opium, they can mm-hmm. prescribe you all kinds of opioids and yeah. with opium in it. And heroin, actually, I mean, straight up ass heroin can be prescribed to you. Well, yeah. yeah. So like, well, yeah. So I think everybody start need to stop trying to be a rapper and need to be a doctor if they want to get trap on. You really want to get your trap on? Become a doctor, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Um. Go to school to be a doctor. Start trapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh shit! You know what else? <laughs> I had something for you too. I, I I knew like the people on your show probably would like this shit. Right. But I had um vegan, like everybody's on this vegan movement and stuff like that. And the vegan foods mm-hmm. are indeed could be bad for you. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these vegan not not could be, most vegan foods are bad for you. Right. And I got uh I got seven, I think. Yeah, seven top vegan foods. Mm-hmm. That'll take your ass out of there. Oh shit, tell me. And they've been killing people every year in big numbers. So So y'all niggas trying to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number one, worst vegan food to ever eat mm. because it's killing folks every year is fake meats. Like no chicken chicken nuggets. Yes, no chicken chicken nuggets are number one. On the um, on the list, four hundred milligrams of sodium per serving. Nah, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, but that's, it's kill. That's killing people. The number one killer in vegan foods is uh, the meatless chicken, <laughs> chickenless chicken. That number don't even. Two, that don't even sound right. Okay. Yeah. Number two is tofu deli meat, like. You know, like the tofu, they come in a block and you cut them up, and and or you go to a restaurant and you just get it, and they give you a little th- box. Motherfuckers of eating that tofu. Yeah, man, tofu is murdering people. Been doing it since the eighties. Mm, mm, mm. Yep, that's number two on the list. Oh, yes, number three on the list is your vegan desserts. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all eat, y'all, <laughs> y'all what? here eating that vegan ice cream. Yeah, like uh, your Hagen dazs uh, non dairy, yeah, to be specific. I remember that, I was eating that for a little bit. Yeah, the Hagen dazs <laughs> non dairy is very, very bad for you. Mm-mm-mm. All vegan desserts that you will come across, they say in this article, it will take you out of there. You might as well eat the real shit because yeah, you might as well go ahead and get your Ben and Jerry's, baby. Like, it is better to eat, it's like new for um health wise, it's better to eat the real shit. Uh, number number, I'm down to number four, I believe. Yeah, uh-huh. no, 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 I'm up to number four. Coconut yogurt, mm. that's another one. Mm. Okay, and I ain't got to say much about coconut yogurt. It's self explanatory. You eat some coconut yogurt, it's fucking bad for you, and it take your ass out. <laughs> Over 400 milligrams. These are all everything I'm gonna name is over 400 milligrams of sodium, which is mm. goddamn like just go go eat you some salt. Um, yeah, <clears throat> deadly. All right, any frozen meal that you can get 
especially microwave or just the frozen meal that you're going to put in a frying pan or whatever skillet. Uh-huh. It's bad. All of it. Uh, the preservatives, just to preserve it to be cold is got all of that's that almost it. That's, in it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. So that's fucking horrible for you. Number five is veggie chips. Man, you know how many motherfuckers really eating the veggie chips, though. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I see everybody hey, on the... I was eating them at one point. No shit. Man, <laughs> we smashed them veggie chips. <laughs> Man, yeah. them all, hey, yo, them motherfuckers had ranch on them shits. I was fucking them veggie chips up, man. <laughs> but yeah, veggie chips are so bad for you. They, they're so bad. They're so bad. Um... Another one is, I don't know how to really pronounce this. Mm. It's called Satan, Satan, Satan. But anyway, it's made from wheat gluten. It isn't inherently bad for you. If the label Satan says buying uh, contains a lot of sugar and a high amount of salt, chances are that most of the ingredients incorporated into it, uh, you won't need it into your diet, but... Mm-hmm it may be good for you. So it's a 50-50 on that shit. And I don't know what the fucking name of this shit is, but those are my top seven worst things you can eat if you was vegan. And that are killing people right now. So that, I just had to get that shit to you. Well, um, if you, if you one of the, one of the lovely people starting the vegan trend, make sure you're not eating it. Man, <laughs> if you on the, um, if you're on a fucking, like, if you're on a vegan diet or any diet, man, I'm going to tell y'all what's going to happen. You're going <laughs> to die. You're going to die, son. I, you're going to die. And then another thing, I was on a vegan kick. I was vegan. I was all with it. And the reason why I stopped is because I've never seen a vegan outlive a meat eater. Just never seen it. It's way more people. I know people who've been eating Good old southern pork grits and all this shit, and they living until they are hundreds and a hundred hundred. I probably seen one vegan living in his nineties. That is very true. Or maybe two. You know, so like it's it's very low. The number is low. You know what I'm saying? Like I think the oldest was ninety that they lived up to. I'm just saying, like I I don't really know the stats on it, but I know it. Most people that I've seen that live like in their nineties and uh, into a hundred, they they was not vegan. Yeah, I know that much. <laughs> I say crazy. Well, if y'all into that vegan trend, y'all better stop. Yeah, man, they better stop. <laughs> so um, so yeah, they going at um, they going at Joe Rogan. And they going at Joe Rogan because apparently he's allegedly, because since we got to say this fucking word and whatnot, yeah, um, allegedly he's giving out misinformation about COVID. What? So they're trying to kick him off of Spotify. And, they, and on Twitter, the, it was trending delete Spotify. <laughs> Yeah, man, these folks are <laughs> fucking ridiculous. You know, and, like, was, and uh, not to mention, so he had a podcast with Jordan Peterson, right? Yeah, and yeah. they said that, that that podcast was absurd. It was absurd and dangerous. 
What? Yes. Yes. Well, the reason why they came at him is because Joe Rogan specifically said the modeling scientists use to project climate change. (laughs) Hey, man, look. You say the wrong thing, they're going to build up a story around you. Like Kwame Brown said, I know you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers is easy to beat. So somebody like Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, they ain't seeing, they ain't worried about that shit. (laughs) It's a guy, it's a guy, I forgot what his name is, but he said he was going to take his show off because Spotify is not big enough for him and Joe Rogan the other day. And then this right here, so it's like, like, come on, <laughs> like, come on. Every since, every since he had Aaron Rodgers on the show mm-hmm. and he told people that uh, uh, the donut donut shop is some bullshit you could take ivermectin. You know, they've been at his ass. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's just been wild shit. Joe Rogan's not, man, come on, man. Joe Rogan's probably, I mean, his show is It goes back to, it goes back to where freedom of speech. Do we really have freedom of speech? Uh, Well, freedom of speech is kind of a motherfucker. Because you know, like, okay, we have freedom of speech. And Mm -hmm. then you have a platform. Mm -hmm. Which is a different, just say it's a different type of law for Mm -hmm. the platform. It's like I could say anything in public standing outside of my house in the street right here. But the same shit I can say standing outside of my house in the street, I can't say it on Facebook. That's where it goes to where everybody needs to have their own platform to be able to say what they want to say. Right. Yeah. And then what if your platform Spotify and then Spotify start having rules within that? Mm-hmm. And, and they don't have to go by freedom of speech. They going, they censoring their content, right? You know what I'm saying? So freedom of speech is sort of a uh, again subjective, right? You know, because like I can say freedom of speech, but can't nobody get on my show and just start fucking saying crazy shit, right? Of course like, not. I don't, that I don't approve. You know what I mean? Like that don't approve. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, like we're gonna cut that out. So right. even me, me to a certain extent is like against freedom of speech. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 free to say certain certain things. I just say that. So now nah, ain't really a such thing of freedom of speech. It's a good idea. I say that it's right. a good idea, but it's not true. It's subjective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It goes right back to that. Yeah, everything's subjective, man. Everything. What you got for me, Honorable? Oh, shit. I don't know, man. Like, I was really jumping on this show, man, to see what the dealio was. Uh, I like to uh, promote uh, our uh, showcases and shows that's coming up. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shout out to every artist who's affiliated with us, ever been on our shows or anything like that. Um, But outside of that, man, like, I was coming to chill and, and get the vibe, man. I seen you had E.I. Shoot on the show. Yes, yes, I sure did. Yo, man, that was a dope-ass interview. I, I've been checking it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, yeah. And then, again, uh, I 
like to congratulate you on your show and, and like what you're doing and your progress and what you know what you got going on. You know. Thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate that. Yeah. I do have some questions for you, Honorable. You got some questions I do. for me? I do have some oh, questions shit. for you. Let's, let's get and, um, one of the questions I have for you is some of the bubbly. Bubbly stubbly. Yeah. Okay, so um, one question is what do you think about self-driving cars? Yeah. Self-driving cars are the best, it's the best invention mm-hmm. I think that's came out so far in the past maybe 20 years. Okay. 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like actually, since like the 50s, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's the best invention, the most useful invention. Mm-hmm. I think there's now go ahead. Now I'm gonna let you finish. And then I'll say what I'm gonna say. Because I think um I think when it comes to transportation, mm-hmm. I think if you was to run a very good city, mm-hmm. if I was a mayor or a governor or something like that to run a good city, I would want less accidents, mm-hmm. less, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the way you do that is to like have transportation there. Mm-hmm. And like when these cars drive for people, then mm-hmm. they're all like the accidents yeah, you still have accidents, but they'll be more calculated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They won't be so random. It won't be any drunk driving accidents. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It'll be probably a malfunction or something. Okay, cool. We got a couple of those. That's okay. But we just eliminated 100,000 drunk drivers. Mm, right. You know there's, I feel like, honestly, <laughs> I really think there's pros and cons to it just like there's pros and cons to a lot of things. So like it could be to where there's a possibility where somebody might hack the system. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Not even just, you know, because motherfuckers is hacking shit. You know what I'm saying? And not even just that. It's going to dry you to fucking dry you somewhere. You never know. Dry you to your ex house. Not even that. My ex house no matter what. (laughs) Not even that, you know what I'm saying? It could be to where somebody does, you know, spill something, blows a circuit, or just just fuck something up in the vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Then what if it goes a wire and you know? I, I don't know. There's pros and cons to it for me. You know what I'm saying? It it's really dope when it comes to like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get around and you know, in this that, and the third. But I feel like there's pros and cons to that. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, it's subjective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's pros and cons to it. But um Do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> you asked me anything else? Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't I don't necessarily believe in ghosts. I can say, um, I can honestly believe that there's there's entities i mean there's entities but i don't think there's ghosts like you're talking about like some <laughs> ghostbuster shit like some paranormal about shit motherfucking like, boo nigga like no, you sleep and you wake no. up and it's a nigga over your face no no i do not believe in ghosts no what that, that that's no shit. i i don't I, I don't think that's the proper term for it <laughs> boogeyman i do not believe in no goddamn boogeyman you believe in aliens? 
aliens i don't i don't believe that there are aliens but i do believe in like there's there's higher beings do you believe uh the aliens speak english or no, do they, they no, they do not speak English. I don't believe that they speak English, but I do believe that they speak in a, their own language. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they speak English. I don't think they even talk at all. Honestly, I don't think they even use speech. I think they just vibe like through. I like, think it's telepathy. I think yeah, it's telepathy. telepathy. Yeah. yeah, I think that's how they communicate. That's a wild shit, man. Like, I was 14, and I seen a ghost. Mm-hmm. It was me and a couple of my friends. It was four of my friends, and we was we went into this house to this old lady. She used to keep me when I was little, though. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's been years since she was there, and the house was there. And we mm-hmm. went right into that house, and we all four, first, we were standing in, the, uh, in like, the uh, hallway, mm-hmm. and we all seen that lady laying in the bed. Oh, my God. in the bed. And we uh, we looked at each other and agreed to that's what the fuck we was looking at. We agreed uh-huh. to each other. Hey, you see that? You see that? You yes, I see that. I saw. And then after that, we turned around and ran as fast as we could. Oh hell nah! Like you know what? Not yeah. even ghosts. I would say spirits, not not ghosts. So <laughs> I think so. So so have you? So it's it's, it's like um. The ghosts or mm-hmm. spirits. I, I, I've heard this. I don't know where I heard it from, but like, just think the ghosts or the spirits or whatever, they left themselves on like the material. Yeah. Like they left a memory on the material. Like just say that the ghost that I seen, mm-hmm. that memory was left on that bed. If yeah. that makes sense. Or like, yeah, that does make sense. Left on the stone. And I forgot what the term of that shit is called. Uh, damn, I forgot what the term of it is called. But it's like uh, almost like a, the time stamp. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, like if I rub this mixer or whatever like that, mm-hmm. and then like somebody inherited the mixer. Mm-hmm. but my memory is stuck on this it's, it's on this mixer so like uh-huh. somebody might see it and say oh that's a ghost you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. some shit like that i don't know but like or it might be on a some fabric or some clothes or a rocking chair or some shit but they just right. left a memory there it's not actually them but the memory is still there in like a physical form in mm-hmm. a different dimension or some shit but that's what I think about it. I don't know. That that, that just opens that just opens people's minds to a whole bunch of questions. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. What I said, do you believe in ghosts? I mean, like or aliens? Like when we say aliens, like mm-hmm. it's like other entities. Like mm-hmm. they just said the octopus. You, you read that? Like if you Google search it, mm-hmm. it'll be a it'll be an octopus. Mm-hmm. They say octopuses are from a different dimension now. Now scientists yeah. say the octopus are aliens right now from a different goddamn planet or some shit. And they come here and that's where they come at through the water. That's what they saying right now today. Right. Scientists. I don't know what scientists, but some scientists are saying. saying that. Yeah. So I think all aliens are are just you, you know just like how we say the Anunnaki mm-hmm. 
and Anunnaki don't mean just like a race, a certain race. Mm-hmm. Random rogue ass aliens. That's <laughs> what Anunnaki mean. Yeah. Aliens. You know what I'm saying? But we're like pin them as like one group of people. It's like, no, nah, it's, it's all kinds of shit. Exactly. It could be several groups of things. Yeah. So like um I just think it's a lot of shit. Like, have you heard about um what? Anunnaki uh behind Antarctica's walls like they say it's an ice sheet uh-huh. around Antarctica and yeah. behind that is a whole nother world yeah they say that yeah that's yeah. why they say that um people can't go to Antarctica they can only they can go but it's a certain limit to where they can yeah, yeah. it's limited so I, I'm I'm just waiting to see where this world is going, man. I mean, this is a new decade. It's pretty cool shit going on. And yeah. shit like that need to be like, like we need to just bust up in the motherfucker and be like, yo, what's behind this goddamn wall? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's going on over here? Yeah, like, what's over here? <laughs> why, why, why we hiding shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's so special about the goddamn wall? <laughs> yeah. I got back here. <laughs> Uh, so I I have I have another question for you. What's that? So um, if you had to say, right, who your biggest inspirations were when you were growing up, mm-hmm. who would they be and why? My biggest inspirations uh would be my mom. I would have to say that, I mean, and it's very typical for people to say their mom or their dad mm-hmm. or something like that. But I, I just have to say my mom because, I mean, in all actuality, mm-hmm. that was like the first friend that I ever had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when I was, and that's why I say it. The reason why I say it is because like when I was born, it was just mm-hmm. me and her for like the first four years of life. I didn't have, I didn't have any friends. It was just me and her. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like she... Mm-hmm. Give me paper and write it. She taught me how to make tea, and I thought it was coffee and you know <laughs> shit like that, you know. And mm-hmm. and uh, we spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I say uh, she would be the biggest inspiration because mm-hmm. I didn't because I didn't uh, <coughs> I didn't even know what to think. I didn't know how to think. I didn't know mm-hmm. what direction to go in. You know, and nobody does when they're first born. And mm-hmm. those first people that they're around are very important. Mm-hmm. So, like, people out there with kids and stuff like that, they need to know, like, who, who you have your kids around between the ages of zero and five is mm-hmm. very important because those people will rub off on your child's momentum on going forward in life. Mm-hmm. So, like, my mom was uh, smart enough to protect me from a lot of people. So I didn't really see a lot of people. The older I got, that's the more people I started seeing and noticing. And, you know, but in my younger years, it was just me and her. And she Mm -hmm. put a lot of stuff into me before I was even in school. Mm -hmm. So uh, if it wasn't for me getting like, uh, she would give me a piece of paper in the morning, shit like that. She'd just give me a piece of paper and it would be a fresh start. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and she'd say something like that. And uh, and when I look at that piece of paper, it was just opportunity. I could become 
write, draw anything. So it took me a long time and I'd sit there with the pen or the crayon or whatever and I think, and that made me think about what I wanted to put on this paper. And that was going to be the most important thing for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what made my imagination run. I started yeah. learning when she gave me a piece of paper and told me I could be anything. It just changed every fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's what gave me the wanting to be as much as I can be. Yeah. And, and, and that, that, that still happens. It's, it's like still affects me every day, like today mm -hmm. and tomorrow when I wake up happy, dancing, always looking forward to a new plan, a new way. And because one thing about me, I don't not see a way like it's always a way that I see. I always see a path. I always see where I can go forward. There's no way yeah. like I can be like it's over, it's done. Never been one of them type motherfuckers because yeah. of that blank piece of paper that she gave me. So that is my motivation. And um, and she she's the reason why I even have, that's why we're sitting here talking right now. You yeah. know, if you take her out of the equation, nobody else, I don't think would have motivated me to want to do shit. That's some, that, that's some inspirational words right there. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> right, right. Because most the, the reason why I asked this is because most people would say another artist or would say just just people that they never grew up around. Yeah, and that's crazy. Nine times yeah, and that's crazy to me because I don't see how that could be truthful. You know what I'm saying? And I I get that on my show too. A lot of people tell me mm -hmm. like you know. They seen, you know, Michael Jordan or they seen fucking Larry Bird or some shit. I like, dude, like, I like, dude, somebody sat you in front of the TV. You know, that's different people's experience, too. But, uh -huh. you know, somebody could have just sat them in front of the TV and, and TV raised them. Like, TV sort of helped raise us, too, you know, but mm -hmm. not that much. Not like the people, if I'm going to tell the truth, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to tell the, the uncut, filthy, funky ass truth. I'm going to tell you what really happened and what really happened is the people that I was around. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, when you get in high school, you, you don't know what cool is until you judge yourself around your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, the way you feel, you know, like you, you start knowing what cool is and you start judging yourself around your friends and the people that around you. I would mm -hmm. judge myself against what, who was a Missy Elliott, Timbaland and, Britney Spears. I wouldn't judge myself with them. I wasn't around them. They was on the radio. Right. They weren't that much of an influence. The people that I seen every day, I called every day, you know, Big Josh and all of them. And my mm -hmm. brother Mark, you know, those were the people that I would call and I'd gauge my coolness off of them. So those people have more impact and I would actually say it than the people that were stars or who was on the radio or celebrities because I was always taught that people are people. Right. And, uh, shit you know my dad was my hero he wasn't the inspiration like my mom was because he wasn't there as much as she was right you know, she, kept, you know she kept me going right yeah okay so um <clears throat> this woman <laughs> I, <laughs> this woman in the cab she thought it was okay be out here <laughs> taking people's COVID relief funds. Fuck yeah, man. So she pleaded guilty. She pled guilty. <laughs> and, 
And now this motherfucker is in a sticky situation. What? I think she needs somebody to bail her out. I but she, she out here taking stealing other people's identities to get them wrecks from the, the goddamn relief fund. The COVID relief fund, man, you got to hit for the man. Look, this, since the pandemic, it's been more fraud going on than anybody ever seen in history. But yeah, it's so much just, money it goes back there. to that it go back to that dude that um made that song that PPP long. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Why not? Yo, you know, I'm gonna spend a million rap about it. Yeah, he in jail. Yeah, Yeah, he in jail. That's where you, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Just like this lady, you know, she, if she did, if that's what she, if that's what you choose to do after everybody been busted already, like, wasn't it a point to where she's just like, yo, let me just stop this shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get away. There like, was no say, point in time where she was like, hey, yo, I think I'm going a little too far with this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, yeah. And like, she done got addicted. It was her addiction. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It turned into gambling. You know what I'm saying? That's what I wonder about people who rob banks. Okay. <laughs> I seen these motherfuckers who robbed seven banks on this documentary or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how they got away with it, leading all the way to the, how they got busted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all robbed seven ba- Like, listen, after you <laughs> robbed three, okay. Like, you ain't had no limit, bro. Yeah, because you <laughs> robbed one, you got away with it. It, you it robbed became two, an addiction. <laughs> you robbed two, okay, cool, cool. You got fucking nuts, you got away with it. And then you yeah. robbed three, you got nuts, you get away with it. Dude, let's stop. You went too far trying to like, show bro. how much nuts you have. God yeah, damn. let's stop. Now you think it's sweet like that. They were sitting on their nuts. At man. some point in time, <laughs> don't you think that they're getting more videos? Every time you rob a bank, they get more videos to see how they can bust you? Hell yeah. You done made it all the way to round seven, and now they're taking <laughs> your dumb ass to jail. You done got away with robbing all these motherfuckers. Man, come on, bro. After <laughs> Yeah, like if if I rob a bank and I got away, man, with it the after about time, one, <laughs> no, you know the story I'm gonna be able to tell my kids and my grandkids. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't need to rob. Bruh, no more. I robbed the bank and got away with it. Ooh, out of there, buddy. I don't damn, nigga, my- we know you got cojones, man. Yeah. God damn, but the fuckery really don't stop there, my guys. So mm-hmm. in Michigan. Is a group of children, right, who are identifying as cats. Yes, yes, uh, hold on, wait. <laughs> they're identifying themselves as cats. So they they went to school with these goddamn, y'all finna see a picture. They went on, they went to school dressed like this. <laughs> and they said, we need a litter box in the bathroom. <laughs> now, that shit crazy. The mother- they're calling themselves furries. Furries? Yes. If you oh, man. if you identify as a furry, <laughs> yo, you wanna yo? I might. Start but but wait, it don't the fuckery don't stop there though. So the chairman for Michigan, right? He said he thought it was cool. I'll tell you what. He said kids who identify as furries 
get a litter box in the bathroom, parent heroes will take back our schools. So he went to shit. <laughs> he said, you know what? Since these kids want to identify as cats, <laughs> fuck it. We finna have litter boxes in the motherfucking bathroom. Yes, I would do, I would do that too, man. Shout out to that dude. Whoever the fuck he is, man, like I, I would do it too because like the only way you're gonna beat high school kids is to become high school kids. It's because you was once what, a what? high school kid. I, I just I just have get... one question. Just what? one. Like, what made you come up with trying to identify as a cat specifically? Man, niggas. <laughs> kids is niggas. Yo, That's why. That is the funniest shit, dude. <laughs> what? Like when, when when we say the when we say niggas, we just randomly identifying ourselves as kids now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm talking about them kids. I'm talking about them kids. Kids come out, they act like niggas, man. They all over the place. They doing shit. They doing shit. And man, mm-hmm. whoever came up with that is funny than a motherfucker. But mm-hmm. since we identifying as all kinds of anything we wanted to identify as hell, we have to exercise that right. So right, that's what they displaying, and they want. That's funny as fuck. In the long run, that shit gonna be some bullshit. But yeah, I like what they doing. And then they try to like ask questions to like the parents about this shit, <laughs> and the parents were like, "I'm trying to protect my kids. I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna beat my kid ass." Now, what that's all about? Don't come to me talking about you, no motherfucking cat. Well, you better go your ass in that motherfucker and do that goddamn work. I just want to know how they managed to slip <laughs> past their parents with these fucking masks on. Man, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass, man. <laughs> I bet all these kids were pretty much, man. I ain't even said. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what you was gonna say, but yeah, <laughs> man. what color they was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet, I bet it, yeah, I bet they I bet they it wasn't at an all-black school. I bet you that. Hell no, it wasn't. And nigga, you can get your ass beat the fuck down. Hell no. No, no. So so Snoop Dogg. Yes, my man Snoop Dogg. So um he he had a conversation on Clubhouse recently, and he was they were talking about cancel culture, right? <laughs> They were talking about cancel culture. And Snoop Dogg said, ain't nobody finna cancel my motherfucking ass. (laughs) (laughs) He was not playing with that ass. He let everybody in that motherfucker know, bitch, you ain't finna cancel me. No, man. That cancel culture (laughs) shit. Cancel culture only work against people who... uh, who really, really got the time to pay attention to it? Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, like I said, the best promotion is somebody saying your name. You know what I'm saying? Like the best promotion is somebody actually saying your name. And that's, it's going to help you, even if they, when they say your name, it just helps you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how to play it. And you got to have a good team around you. And Snoop Dogg got one of the best teams around him. Like, literally. How when you have the people behind you, mm-hmm. it don't matter what the machine do. Right. People believe they like to believe what they like to believe. Right. And, and people always gonna win it. Real shit. 
That's real shit. Yeah. So, um, oh. it has dawned to me. I would say I was watching this um video and as i was watching this video they were pointing out how people are being a little too descriptive of like certain things like i don't really want to put this on the spot like that but i'm gonna put it on the spot like that so charlamagne and dj envy were (laughs) on they were on the breakfast club and um they were talking about the fact that dj envy had went with his wife to go get a massage right and he got a massage by a um a man right so as they Uh, were yeah as yeah yeah yeah, he got a massage by a man so he premeditated and said i hope i do not get an erection from getting a massage from this man. He hope he'll get an erection. Why your dick gonna get hard by another boy? Are you gay? That my <laughs> it ain't nothing wrong with being gay. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with being gay. Ain't 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 wrong with being gay. It's just it the they were talking about how they were speaking on this, knowing that there's kids who listen to the breakfast club and this that and the third they were being a little too descriptive honestly um and charlamagne thought i would put him on the spot i'll put him on the spot by mentioning exactly word for word what he said so charlamagne brought that to everyone's attention saying that he premeditated him saying that he didn't want to get an erection Mm. Yo, that's some fucked up shit, yo. Yo, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that's OD to be saying that on like for for many people to hear? For for being a so for being a heterosexual male such as yourself, right? What do you think about that? And I think that's bad for like uh, children who have to just like wake up in the morning and hear that shit. I think exactly. it's bad for like the next generation of uh personalities that uh want to get uh on and have something to say. If they look up to those guys and say the same shit and try to and think that's like the okay. thing to do, it's not the thing to do. It's like uh let's sort of not go there. Oh. Because then it spin off into other conversations. Like that spin off into that spin off other conversations that's just it leads us to a toxic place, man. I, I think that's kind of, I don't know, man. It's subjective. <laughs> it, really, it really is subjective. Subjective. But... I, I have to throw that out there because you shouldn't do that shit. Your period. Like, to my morals, my morals, the way they set up, heterosexual, and to all the people that are gay or whatever like that, I mean, we don't have to all, we don't have to. I feel like sex life should be private. I think but shit, like we said, it's subjective. So. I think I think when you say shit like that, it's just good for me to assume that you're gay. Yeah. That's just it. That's just it. It's all good. And don't be offended when I say I think you gay or I think you like a dick in a booty because 
That's what I think you do. You can't get offended because that's the energy you put out there. You said that you almost got hard by another man touching you. So, man, I wouldn't say that shit. I mean, that's impossible. I really don't think none of that type stuff should be said. Yeah, <laughs> not, on, not on the radio where kids can listen. No, to. not um, to where, not to where when you know that there's children actually waking up in the morning listening to your show every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little too over the top, and I think that type shit just should be left off the shit. A little too much, man. Way too, too much, man. No way too fucking much. So um, so um, Kid Rock, right? Kid Rock says that he won't show up at any of his tour stops within a vaccine mandate. (laughs) Yo, man, look, man, people ain't look, man. I told you everything's subjective, so like. He ain't fucking with it, man. He ain't fucking with the donut shop. No, he ain't fucking with the donut shop. He finna do what the fuck he wanna do, and he not about to let nobody tell him otherwise. Yeah, man. Look, (laughs) we got a a new... Have you ever noticed since the donut shop talk came up, Mm -hmm. we don't really talk about... We went from extreme black versus white, typical American racism, Yeah. to, to now... Donut shop and not donut shop racism. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's that's really what it's come to at this point. That's what it's come to. That's exactly what it is. It's like, uh, we don't even hear about it no more. Like, you know, yeah, you got every now and then a cop shot a black dude, you know, that's just starting to die off though. That's starting to die off. Cop shot a black dude, a white man shot a, you know. Yeah, like, like I was just saying, I was just saying earlier, there was a, um, so there was this um, cop in Nashville. He shot somebody, right? He shot somebody. They already got hit. They were already down and everything. And then he decided to shoot him two more times. And then... <laughs> So guess who guess guess who so guess who he don't work for no more? Who the police department? Man, look, Nashville. Yes, Nashville. Man, look, Nashville. They got a corrupt ass got that. Look, I ain't got that. Man, shit. Hell yeah, he don't work for no more. So they decided to so on their little um news broadcast as they were broadcasting it, it was it was a black news anchor who told this story. <laughs> yeah, man, why not? They call hey, they call that shit race baiting. They call it race baiting. <laughs> well, I get <laughs> I get my race baiting pole. I get I out, get I'm fish, baiting. I get my fishing. Yeah, I'm baiting. <laughs> I'm sitting huh. there. I got my fishing pole, mm-hmm. and all of the people are the people out there. And then I throw me some race bait on it, and I'm gonna get me some people mad, you know. And that's 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 race bait, you know. Yeah, get a black reporter, let him talk about how fucking bad it was. It got to be a black reporter. That, was, I, like, I just thought that shit was funny as fuck. How they played that shit all. Hey, they had the black news anchor tell the motherfucking story. Yeah. <laughs> hey James, can you uh do the, do this story? It'll look good for you. 
Man, what? That's exactly yeah. how they pulled that shit off. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they called old J Rock up to do the story. <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Bruh, you wildin', bruh. Yeah, you wildin', bruh. All right, all right, all right, all right. For, for, hey, for. Jay Bone, will you, will you talk about the race baiting story tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Get everybody mad and shit. But see, that's ended now because now it's donut shot talk. And if you ain't got the donut shot, you know what I'm saying? They like, ain't fucking with you. Yeah, man. So, well, take that ass to the donut shop. Um, <laughs> I'll take you to donut shop. I'll let you lick the frosting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't know about licking no goddamn frosting. Not frosting off of donuts. Oh. Well, that's the vets. I, I don't know. I'm about to get your show fucked up. <laughs> chill. Chill. <laughs> chill. 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 Since, since you said that, chill. Um, <laughs> so, you were trying to mention this um, on a recent show, so I'm going to make you say it now. So, who are your top 10? My top 10? I got to look at my phone and actually get my top 10 out. As I know them, um, I can say this though. I can start off by telling you that uh, I got Rakim as my number one MC of all time mm-hmm. because of Rakim. Uh, for one, for Rakim, we wouldn't even be talking about like top. I mean, I don't know. I think they would be talking about top MCs, but I got Rakim as number one because commercially, like he he's put the stamp down. I'm still looking for it. Here they go, right? No, you good? Okay, Rakim is that guy, like. Mm-hmm. he's my number one all time just check his background he was the number one when we started this conversation right you know like when we first started this conversation and made this shit like official like in the 90s when we was coming up with the, who's the real top 10 mm-hmm. Rakim was like number one and then they started having new niggas and new shit going on so I got Rakim number one LL Cool J number two because he did a 20 year run over a 20 year run because he's still going. He's still fucking going. Right. Okay. Like basically, I got Jay Z at number three. <clears throat> I got Nas at number four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got Pocket at number five. Okay. Uh, cause, I Reasonable. Mean, he, okay. He, yeah. He died at 25 years old. I mean, uh, Nas and Jay Z's in their 50s and they're still recording tracks. Right. That makes so, sense. Like, I, okay. I mean, come on, man. And um, DMX at number six. Mm-hmm. I got Cool G Rap at number seven because he's the father of gangster rap. So you don't get any gangster rap without this guy for real. Okay. Um, Lil Wayne at number eight because he showed this new generation. He's like, he led this new generation on his back. He gave everybody uh, swag. He uh, Everybody's influence. It's like he had a billion babies after he came out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then I got Kendrick Lamar at number nine, which huh? is Kendrick is almost at goat status. Nobody talent, talent wise, he he's he's out talented everybody in this in the past 20 years, 20, 30 years. He's yeah, out talented anybody. And um and number 10, Drake. Because Drake has taken music to its fullest potential so far. You know right. what I'm saying? 
And it's people who I didn't have on the list, like Big Pun, which Big Pun is, God, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's up there. It's, 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 he's up there with Jay-Z and Nas, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when it comes to that, uh, he's definitely a better lyricist than most rappers we've ever heard. But he died so young to where I can't throw him that that high yeah. up in the game because we don't make sense. Yeah, we, we mm-hmm. don't have much music from him. That's just like why I didn't put Biggie in it. Yeah. You know, it's Biggie wasn't in it. Biggie don't have that much material to right. last this long. It's 2022. I'm not about to just do no bias ass shit. So that's why that top 10 is like that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the reason why I didn't have certain people up there like Scarface. He would have been up there, but you know, uh, who can you move out of the way? You know what I'm saying? Like, who can you move out of the way that was influential on the hip-hop culture? Like, if, without that person, hip-hop would not be hip-hop. And mm-hmm. if you don't, if you take these 10 rappers away from hip-hop, then you got an entirely different thing going on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? These are the most influential, you know, since uh, 1990, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's going to shift a little bit. So tell me one of your most wildest experiences. One of my most wildest experiences uh, in the music business? Um, <laughs> Just overall. Oh, shit. Well, you I can tell like, me whatever you want to tell me. I don't know. Like, you know, when I started, when I started doing music, it was, those were the wild days. Those was, was mm-hmm. when I seen the most shit. I was with a hard time records and would be on the road or whatever like that. And I just see like all kinds of stuff. Like I've been in clubs with uh, shootouts, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I've been on tour buses where like shit, all kinds of shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Everything mm-hmm. from, uh, fights the drugs the, we've seen it all you mm-hmm. name it so like mm-hmm. a wild experience uh i can't really put my finger on one of them mm-hmm. but i tell you what my first experience one of my first experiences is the wildest experience mm-hmm. okay what i did uh when i ve- first started in the music industry i was i was talking to this guy and he was like yo come get signed you know, so it was during the hurricane. I was like 14, 15 years old. One of them, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But he, I was going to sign my very first contract. And mind mm-hmm. you, we were supposed to get our parents to sign it. But, you know, we signed the shit ourselves. <laughs> but it was, during a, it was during the hurricane. It was like the, it was like a, the hurricane was like a day away. Mm-hmm. Category three storm. So what we did was we had to walk eight maybe you know around eight miles to the studio yeah damn they'll walk you know <laughs> so damn. yeah so what we did was we walked to um we walked to walmart we, we walked halfway and that was to walmart we got to yeah. walmart and we stole us uh, a video game like a playstation had the police at our ass man <laughs> man you wild bro yes, you yes, wild yes. <laughs> Went, took the contract, signed the motherfuckers, had us a little record deal. And then after that, we had to deal with throwing the PlayStation in the woods. And, uh, y'all yeah, motherfuckers. We, y'all check it. Check it. Y'all motherfuckers threw that shit in the woods. 
Check it out. We threw, we threw the PlayStation in the woods because we seen the cops was coming to search us, right? So we're like, fuck. We got the PlayStation. Did y'all even just, get to throw that shit far? No, nah, we didn't throw it far. But the sad thing was, okay, we done went through all this. I don't know why we stole a PlayStation before walking, but we had to stop somewhere. So we stopped by Walmart and just stole the fucking PlayStation. Got to the studio, got the contracts, came back with the contracts. And as soon as we got back, the police was at our ass getting ready to get us. So we tossed it, uh, tossed it in the woods. The next door neighbor was sitting there watching it, mm-hmm. watching us do the whole thing, which he was about a year or two older than us. So while the cops fucking with us and we're getting out the situation, he went, took the PlayStation and sold it. And that's some fuck nigga shit, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, man. That, no, that sound wild, bro. That, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> man, you talking about a bitch-ass motherfucker? Like, nigga. You that's why I said that's motherfucking wild. Like, you sneaky. You twallin', bro. Why he sat there and watched us through, Man, you bitch-ass nigga. For real, bro. Man, For he, real. All right, he, be, he, he in timeout. Okay, that's a, that's a, that was a mouth story. The other story, another story is like, uh, mm-hmm. how shit was in the unprofessional days when we was just starting up as a record company. Uh, I'm doing a teen summit. It's it's, it's five, 6,000 people outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in the in the building, it's, it's a sea of people. It's loud shit going on, big stage, lights and shit. Damn. We get up on the stage and they're calling out the names. And, you know, mind you, this is, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. a fairly new fucking record company. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, you okay. know, we got a hype man. Hype man on blow like a motherfucker. Like, he, just, he probably snorted cocaine. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm saying it. Like, he snorted. Yeah. He was, like, fucking geeked at everything. So, like, so, so we get on stage. <laughs> he's so fucking geeked. He just start calling us by our real names. Man, he's he like, a you know, fuck man. Yeah, man, my, who let this motherfucker on the stage, yeah, bro? Yeah, so he. God like, damn. Yo, I know you my, felt it. I know y'all felt in Paris. Shout out to my nigga Jamie. And I'm like, what? Man, wait, what? I know, name, y- I bro. know like, y'all was what? so goddamn embarrassed. Y'all what had we, to be. What are we doing? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man, I would have booed that nigga off the stage. My motherfucking nigga, Jamie. <laughs> yo, 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 you get so fucked wow. like that dude. Like, that's a wow. fuck shit. <laughs> Shout out to my motherfucking nigga, Jamie. Oh, so, yo, that's fucking hilarious, Yes, dude. so it, it's like shit like that. And you get moments. So, like, the wildest, I, I, I can't really name the wildest, but I can name some stories, you know, like yeah. shit that. Man, you you must have been through some shit, man. That shit yeah. was wild. Man, Damn, ain't nobody boo that nigga off the stage, though. No, no, <laughs> it was, no. He's a hype man. He's a hype man. The it's hype like, man fine, bro. It's like that hype man with almost getting a fight with you. Your yeah. verse coming up and you don't have a mic. He ain't letting his fucking mic go. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yo, son, like, you don't have a verse, bro. Like, my verse is getting ready to come up. Like, <laughs> give me your motherfucking mic, dude. You know? <laughs> nah. Yo, that's... Bro. He, he was going to hype that bitch up. You just got the 
scream loud as you can. Man, I would have smashed that shit out that no, motherfucker's hand, he was, bro. He was geek with a fucking Uzi. <laughs> he had a fucking Uzi on him. He walked around with an Uzi on him. Yo, who my Hey, what if your hype man walked around with fucking <laughs> yo cocaine hey, yo. and AK 47s <laughs> or Uzi on his fucking I'm belt, out of there, bro. What the... Yo, that's that's wild. Yeah, dude. I had some real niggas around me when I started when I started out music. I mean some real fucking God real damn, deal bro. motherfuckers. Like they they was not. This shit wasn't the music business. It was like niggas trying to transition. You know what <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's fucking crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's fucking dope. <laughs> I get that. That's yeah. hilarious. So, um, how do you feel about people? Not just people. How do you feel about the word legend being thrown around when it comes to music? Uh... I, I don't know if it's thrown around or not. I think uh, if somebody see you as a legend, that's what the fuck it is. A legend is pretty much a, a somebody story worthy or, mm-hmm. or you know, like somebody who done a little thing and you take their career of what they've done and you put it in, in, in a legend, in a story form. Like you can see them as a, person who had a legacy you know they left a legacy something like that so like if it's a short period of time that's cool i mean what if you know we have high school legends you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like maybe you threw four touchdowns every game in high school and you are a senior now so we call you a legend you know what i'm saying shit Mm -hmm. you ain't nothing but 17 18 years old how the fuck you a legend well you did some legendary shit at the school that will always be remembered. So like, it's, I don't think it's really a big t- a time on it. And I, I don't think people are really throwing it around. I think it's just more media out here and we could be like just overjudging it. We, we probably need to give people their flowers more. It's not traditional that we give people their props at what they're doing. Right. You know, I don't think you have to be like, in the game for fucking doing something for like 20, 30 years for you to be a legend. I think you just have to do something memorable. Right. And that story becomes a legend and you become a legend in that story. You know? That's yeah. definitely agreeable. That's definitely agreeable. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I feel um, a lot of people are not being recognized for their work and um, the things that they put in. You yeah. know? And I feel like um, that needs to be done more. Yeah, they didn't put game in the top 50 rappers of all time. I think it's hilarious that he's mad. Man, I was just about to mention that, you ass. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that shit. That That's shit, what came right? to mind. That shit, yeah. I, and that, I mean, yeah. subjective, like you said. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, that's what just came to mind because I'm like, dude, like he's mad about it, but shit, man, people, people, they see, le- like, like, like you just said, it's subjective. Like people see legends, like I might see a motherfucker as a legend. Hey, everybody, might- everybody gets, my thing is when you sit there and get the honest truth on somebody, when you ask somebody their opinion, yeah. you can't get mad at somebody else's opinion. You <laughs> well, know what I'm are- saying? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah motherfuckers is getting mad at others' opinion, but why'd you ask? You that's ain't want what, the cold blooded truth. Don't ask. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what we're doing though. Like that's what that's what's starting to happen. Like like people say, "What's the truth?" They want you to say their truth, and he's like, "Nah, man, I just told you my truth, my opinion." And we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Like a mm-hmm. lot of people, they can't accept somebody else's opinion or somebody else's truth about a matter. And they want their... them to tell them what they want to hear. Yeah, and it's just their perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't do nothing about the way they look at things. You know what I mean? That's what makes mm-hmm. us unique. That's what makes us different. So mm-hmm. I just think it's funny that you know, like uh, I laugh at people who get mad about non-supportive shit. Like when people say, you know, especially somebody like Game or somebody like that, when you're mm-hmm. on that big of a platform or you've got that big in life, then uh, you should have learned at some point in time, this can all be here today. It can be taken away tomorrow. You should have learned all the small stuff. So like little shit like that shouldn't even make you mad that you're not on the top 50 list. Like, how do you feel as okay. an individual? Uh, how do you think your fans feel? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it don't matter. Like on my top 10 list, my t- top 10 is not the law. Right. It's my top 10 and I'm going to stand on it and I'm going to justify it every time it comes up. I'm going to stand on it. So yes. like game ain't in my top 10. You're going to get mad at that. You know, so, so like, it's like, it don't matter because I know he's a dope motherfucker. It's just so many dope motherfuckers to where like, don't be mad if you're not the number one nigga. Like, it don't matter. Like, mm-hmm. is that paying your power bill? Right. It's not. Ah man, shit ain't doing nothing for you. Yeah, but they don't think of it that way. They definitely don't, motherfuckers definitely don't think about it that way. So, um, what do you define loyalty as? What is loyal? loyal what is loyalty to you? Loyalty is uh, loyalty is what a person uh can can sort of like put aside their personal um personal i don't know i mean it's that's subjective loyalty is when you just can be honest with another person but i asked you your opinion remember that okay (laughs) exactly like yeah because i was trying to think of nah loyalty is just like when you can be honest with another person and i think loyalty only can come when you're honest with yourself you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like if you don't have any self-esteem issues you're prone to be loyal you know what I'm saying? But like loyalty is easy. It's very easy. You pay to be unloyal. You're definitely every time, all the time is going to pay to be unloyal. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is just when you are faithful to the next person in y'all relationship and what y'all got going on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, and, and that's subjective because some people, require different things i might require a friend to you know what i'm saying always speak positive and be happy you know what i'm saying some people might require their friends to be negative mm-hmm. so if they come around happy they don't feel like they're vibing you know what i'm saying so like loyalty is almost like being able to vibe with the next person it's almost like a marriage you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like when it comes to relationships you know, it's like being able to get on the same frequency with another entity, another person, whatever it is, and to stay that same way. Right. And loyalty is, uh, 
loyalty is something that has to be taught. You can't just have it. You're not just born loyal. You just yeah. not. It's just not. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like right. people aren't just born loyal. That's something that has to be taught or practiced over a period of time, and it's got to be desired. Right. Um. But yeah, it's it's becoming somebody's best friend in the aspect. I mean, it's it's a lot of different terms I can use to like support it, but uh, loyalty is just being faithful to another person or another thing or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I really, I, I actually do agree with that. Um, so tell me, where do you see yourself? in the next five years? Uh, where I see myself in the next five years, mm-hmm. I see myself um, in a big, big spaceship mm-hmm. uh, taking over the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have dream niggas and alien niggas. Uh, mm-hmm. They both going to have a, like, they're going to form a government. So, mm-hmm. like, the alien niggas, that's for when niggas is woke. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna make them uh do what I want to do. Everybody gonna eat out of cafeteria because that's how because I'm gonna save on the food on the planet. Cause I'm gonna take this bitch over. And right. then yeah, and then <laughs> when you go to sleep, I'm gonna have the dream niggas. We're gonna have like uh we're gonna start adding more people in people's dreams. Like mm-hmm. people usually have about maybe three or four people in their dreams, dream actors. So, like, I'm going to throw in some more. You can have, like, 50 people in your dreams of all races, all, you know, genres of types of people and stuff. I'm going to start putting transvestites in dreams because you never dreamed of a transvestite. You never had a dream and actually had a transvestite in the dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have it. So we're going to start putting transvestites in in dreams. We're going to start putting uh, gender... uh, unbiased like it's not going to be a men and women's bathroom in your dreams no more it's going to be you know other bathroom we're going to put that in dreams mm-hmm. and and we're going to start making people eat like assembly food out of cafeterias i'm gonna shut down monsanto and uh and i don't know what i'm gonna feed y'all but uh, i'm gonna feed the whole world all kinds of stuff during my takeover but i'm still still thinking about that and that's in five years yeah. I like that. That's dope. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. Okay, so um, what do you think about time? Do you think your time should be valued? I mean, there's a lot of people who have been wasting my motherfucking time. <laughs> yes. So a, I think uh the time wasting thing, I think it's a it's a part of the game that we must experience as uh as DJs, as mm. artists, whatever. People will waste your time, but I think that only sharpens you as an artist. I think yeah. you you start to really see, and like you start to really see the people like who to look out for, who to know who's serious, how to know who's serious, and how to know on the people just to pass. You know what I'm saying? Because because like you might have a talented motherfucker that you like. But then this harder, this motherfucker over here that works harder, I'd rather deal with them because they're going to work, 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 work. They're not going to become a diva on me or let some personal issue stop them from doing what we said we was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it strengthens our, uh, it sharpens our sword. Mm-hmm. And I think um, 
people will waste your time unless you set a boundary and standards. You know what I'm saying? My best thing is like, uh, I cut people off, not forever, just for a period of time because I'm on a system to where I keep going forward. You know what I mean? Just say, you know, if I got a feature on a song and they didn't show up for the studio session, yeah. then I already got somebody else that's going to come in on the studio session and do the same verses. Same thing I asked them to, that person to do. Right. You know, they just cancel. Okay, I'm still doing a song. I'm not going to like wait two, two weeks and do the song. What I'm going to do is throw him on the beat. And, <laughs> and then like, you know, when your time come back around, when I ain't got shit else to do, then mm-hmm. I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? But like probably until I'm done doing what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm, got, I'm on a system the way I keep going forward. Even yeah. with my radio show, um, you know, I schedule guys and when they cancel, I don't really stop doing it. I just put somebody else in that slot and just do my show. Right. And if I talk to them again, I talk to them again. If I don't, it's no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. It's just, man, I'm on to the next subject because like my, because sponsors, and my audience don't have time for you to not be with doing what you said you was going to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's almost inevitable for people to waste your time. Mm-hmm. It's how you deal with it. It's yeah. uh, like, are you going to let people just waste your time like that? Because if you are, more people are going to waste your time. Right. If you put yourself on a system to keep going forward, mm-hmm. it, it, it'll never affect your brand. It'll never affect you. It'll help you filter um, the bullshit out faster. So like some situations, you'll know people who look like the last person who wastes your time. You identify that and you just skip that whole problem and just go to the next person. You know, it's just shit that you learn over a period of time. But yeah, people, they attempt to waste my time, but I got uh, two or three of whatever I need. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I have recently seen um the new intro, right? Oh yeah. So, yeah. talk to me. What inspired that intro? Yeah, uh, a bunch of clips. Um, what I do is I always do like just clips like you know like it's it's the metal monkey mm-hmm. and uh it's a story behind the metal monkey a long story mm-hmm. and you know that's in my bio or whatever like that mm-hmm. so what i do from time to time is clips of of er- different eras in my life different mm-hmm. things i've thought of or whatever like that so i put all of those together mm-hmm. and, and the lyrics come from uh, a song from my mixtape and um yeah i want to know what inspired those lyrics uh well we live in a world mm-hmm. we behave like okay yeah uh we we live in a world like uh almost like animals or whatever like that so yeah the, the things that i i put in the uh song and in the pictures is basically like come on with me like we'll talk about this world we'll talk about the earth we'll talk about why are we like animals in a cage? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever like that. You look at astrology, we're all animals and where we at? We're in a, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're on this big circle. Like whatever your astrology chart looks like, like some of them are circles, some of them are graphs or whatever, but mm-hmm. they're all in the cage. Uh-huh. 
and all of the things on in astrology they're like creatures like animals you know mm-hmm. uh, like you know or like i'm a scorpion you know whatever like that i'm not saying that's an animal animal you know we call it an insect or whatever it really mm-hmm. is classified but we're all in a cage we're all in a box everybody <laughs> we're trapped by our own thoughts and our feelings and um it's it's and and that's what i just put together as a little video it, it really wasn't much thought into it mm-hmm. because like you know when you when you create and you just creating for the moment so that was just a moment mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and the video came because it's a bunch of moments you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying just put together yeah and, oh, over that so it's, it's really wouldn't that that really that much to it mm-hmm. i said what i said and i wish everybody would just go to it and kind of like dissect it for themselves you know what i mean and get your own perspective and get your own subjective thoughts you know i believe it deserved the explanation i believe it deserved the explanation i think it's dope as fuck you know what i'm saying and i believe it deserved the explanation yeah i mean and when you get those lyrics, I li- I literally said exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we behave like animals of the cage, mainstream media, uh, NRA, uh, FDA, and USA. It's, it's <clears throat> those lyrics when I was hearing them. It's literally what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. And what's been yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's basically talking about, yo, this is the media. This is life. This is exactly all of everything that you can see with your eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. With your lion eyes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because all of our eyes lie to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. Everything we see is a damn lie. It's just what we perceive. Right. Know? Right. So, um, want to shout out your projects? Yeah, man. I got uh, a mixtape coming. I don't have a title for it, but I want you guys to go to djmetalmonkey.info and check out uh, all of the latest updates and you will get a name for the project but also go back to uh i want everybody to check out cocaine mummies one and two go to that piff man and um get that that's the only place you can get cocaine mummies one and two mm-hmm. uh in the future i will have a dark screen version of cocaine mummies one and two and my current mixtape uh i'm just going through some... we'll be on the lookout for that yeah it's gonna be a dark screen to where when you want to vibe with your friends and stuff and just have youtube on because it's gonna be on youtube and daily motion right. but you want to vibe to the album and just have a dark screen on mm. you know no video no nothing i'm gonna have it on there and you're gonna be able to just stream it and play it you know what i'm saying and chill with your friends you know what i'm saying like and then I'm going to um, probably have a, not probably, but I'm going to have a trippy version coming out for like Ooh. if you're eating mushrooms or whatever like that, you're on your trip shit, you're going to be able to trip and play my album at the same time. So that's what I'm kind of, that's what I'm going for instead of traditional music videos Typical. and stuff like that. Okay. I want mm-hmm. people to be able to chill, listen, and enjoy. Yep. That's what's up. That's dope. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's know. always a pleasure. It's always a fucking pleasure. You already know it. Um, so um, you got any shout outs? Shout out to the honorable DJ, <laughs> Madam, <laughs> Monkey, <laughs> Yaga, 
<laughs> that's it, man. Um, yeah, man, yeah. That's that's the motherfucker. Shout out to DJ Metal Monkey because that motherfucker wake up and put in the work to be DJ Metal Monkey every fucking day. Now, outside of that, I can't. I don't know who the goddamn shout out. Shout out to my mama and my daddy for putting me here. Uh, outside of that, man, shit, I gotta keep me going every day. So shout out to me, man. Uh, much love to me. Uh, I love me. Uh, thank me for coming on this show today. Um, I'm proud to be me. <laughs> I love that, man. I fucking yeah, love man. that. Shit, yeah. Uh, this is your girl, Raya X, and I'm about to get the fuck up out of here. I got some weed right there, and it's looking at me, so you know what I'm saying? It's giving me, you know, you know it's giving me that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, and, thank you. I mean, thank you for I, having me. You will be on the show. Every day? Okay, I, 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 I'll do that. Let's do it. You're going to come right. back on my show, too, man. Like, you, well, you're going to be a part of this goddamn show. But but thank you so much for letting me come on your show. I, I had a good time. It was pretty fun. I'm ready to um smoke and play some retro games. So uh, shout out to Riot X, everybody, man. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you, man. No, it's your girl, Riot X, and we out this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Always, always. <laughs> Cause we behave like animals in a cage. Mainstream media in a rage. FDA plus the USA. They cast spells on the home of the brain. Free Larry Uber, the minimum wage. And I can't vote for the games we play. And I can't vote for a better place. And a rat race pace ain't no time to pray. Cause the spelling be spelling out the life we made. Cherish the moment of a wonderful place. Cause the bar ain't worried about mistakes today. Cutting the grass ain't keeping them snakes away. Only me and you can we the people. Only me and you can we the people. Only me and you can, we the people.